A constitutional republic, not a democracy. The ideal of a democracy is universal equality. The ideal of a constitutional republic is individual liberty. A democracy always degenerates into dictatorship, which promises government-guaranteed equality and security, but it delivers nothing but poverty and serfdom for the people it robs and rules. America was founded as a constitutional republic to safeguard the liberties of the people against the tyranny of democracy or of one-man dictatorship. In this century, great strides have been made toward the goal of subverting our republic into a democracy. The foremost tactic of the subverters is subversion of language. By calling America a democracy until people thoughtlessly accept and use the term, the totalitarians have obscured the real meaning of our principles of government. I'll take it one step further as these Luciferian psychopaths have tried to obscure our entire reality. They have been trying to destroy our country by making people think it's a democracy instead of a constitutional republic. They've been destroying our currency by doing the direct bill pay, when in reality they've been manipulating our currency with the um, Federal Reserve banking system, which is not federal at all, but it prints our money instead of our Department of Treasury. Our borders have been attacked because there are non-government organizations funded by Luciferian psychopaths for smuggling people that's called human trafficking that has more value in it than now drugs do. And we, we knew that from the beginning because people have more value than drugs. This is all an attempt by these Luciferian psychopaths to continue to manipulate the world. We're going to bring something that we've talked about many times because whenever you look at, I was propagandized as a child because as I was reading a National Geographic at my grandmother's and grandfather's house, I was reading all these articles and one of them was talking about the one child policy from China back in the 80s. Well, obviously that was never implemented if there was, when you go back and timeline it, there was allegedly 500 million people in China at the time, which I think that was a lie. But then they said that there was a one-child policy enacted to where you could only legally have one child per family. Well, look at their population now. It's allegedly 1.3 billion. That's three times the size. So I don't think that was accurate. I don't think it was accurate when they started it. I think we were propagandized and lied to about that one-child policy in order to manipulate us and possibility of a lot of financial crimes because when you look at the centralized banking systems to which the Federal Reserve Bank is in America, there's other centralized banks all over the world. And the only countries that don't have them, like Syria didn't have one, and Iran didn't have one. And look at how we went to war with them for all those years. I've been telling you for years and years that the wars are all manifestations and created by the Luciferian psychopaths to do a specific agenda. The result of it is casualties of war, which those Luciferians get off on. But the ultimate result is they change the, the whole country's 
financial and monetary policy in order to allow a centralized bank in there to manipulate the currency, which i.e. manipulates the people. This brother has done some deep research about the population hoax, and I hope you get something from these details here today that we're going to present to add to the library what we call the Archives of Truth that we've been putting together on our extensive podcast platform with over 900 episodes to this point, all available for free at neo420.com, neo420.com. If you want to listen to the podcast, go up on the menu option, select Talks. You're going to be able to select Podcast there. You'll also see our video channel, which has over 250 video reports there that are way different than what the Mockingbird fake news and, and blue check marks are trying to tell you with their fact checkers. Bunch of soy boy pieces of trash is what they are. But go to our media uh, platform on our website, neo420.com, and all we ever ask you, brothers and sisters, is to share that far and wide so other brothers and sisters will know the truth. This is Neo420 Talks, the podcast, speaking truth against the lies the official numbers for world population released by the United Nations, as of now, have just surpassed 8 billion people living on Earth. In 1800, there were only 900 million members of the human family spread across the world, raising to 1.65 billion in 1900, and skyrocketing to nearly 7 billion in the year 2000. Now, in 2023, we have allegedly just passed the 8 billion mark, with UN predictions claiming these statistics will continue to rise until reaching a whopping 11 billion at the turn of the next century. Given past failures and the many lies spewed by the UN during recent world events, however, it is fair and justified to remain skeptical of such statistics and to do some independent investigation before blindly believing. By collecting official statistics and doing your own math, it is difficult to find a way for these numbers to add up. For example, India supposedly has a countrywide population of well over 1.4 billion citizens, but when practical calculations are made using the UN's own numbers, how they could possibly conclude such a high figure is clear as mud. Taking their official figures of populations from the largest 300 cities in India, from 12.4 million in the biggest city Mumbai, to just over 100,000 in the 300th-placed city of Aurangabad, and adding them all together, that barely accounts for 200 million of this supposed 1.4 billion. That means we are meant to believe that the other unaccounted-for 1.2 billion Indians are somehow spread out across tiny towns, villages, and the countryside? If all the 300 places with the largest populations in India taken together only account for 200 million people, it is statistically and geographically impossible for there to be another seven times this number mysteriously hiding out in the remaining small towns and villages with populations all lower than 100,000. A similar situation occurs when adding up the official figures for the entire world's 300 most populated cities. Taking the UN's own official statistics, from 24.1 million in the world's largest city of Shanghai, China, 
to only 361,000 people in the 300th largest city of Beirut, Lebanon, the combined figures only come out to approximately 1 billion people. Even after adding all the statistics calculated for surrounding metropolitan and suburban housing areas around each city, the total only amounts to around 1.5 billion. Where are these other alleged 6.5 billion people hiding? If the world's largest urban and suburban populations combined only total 1.5 billion, are we honestly meant to believe there are quadruple this number living in rural areas? Being generous, independent analysts have estimated at most another billion people could possibly be spread out across the world's rural countrysides, still putting the actual number well below 3 billion. The likely reason for these exaggerated statistics is that governments are incentivized to lie about population figures in order to collect more money for social programs. Then, by raising population figures to shocking levels, fear is created in the minds of the masses, and they are even more easily able to control and sell us on expensive, enslaving solutions. This hoax has resulted in billions of dollars spent fighting the phantom of so-called overpopulation, and led to many inhumane population control programs. In reality, however, if everyone were all squeezed into a population density of 27,000 per square mile, which is comparable to New York City, 8 billion people would only fill up the state of Texas, leaving the entire rest of the world uninhabited. Thus, the idea that Earth is dangerously overpopulated and governments need to take drastic measures to combat the issue is another paper tiger attempting to scare us into submission. As Walter Williams wrote, the United Nations Population Fund has helped governments deny women the right to choose the number and spacing of their children. Overpopulation concerns led China to enact a brutal one-child policy. Forced sterilization is a method of population control in some countries. Nearly a quarter million Peruvian women were sterilized. Our government, through the UN Population Fund, is involved in population moderation programs around the world, including in India, Bangladesh, Pakistan, Nigeria, Mexico, Indonesia, Brazil, the Philippines, Thailand, Egypt, Turkey, Ethiopia, and Colombia. The greatest threat to mankind's prosperity is government, not population growth. For example, Zimbabwe was agriculturally rich, but with government interference, was reduced to the brink of mass starvation. Any country faced with massive government interference can be brought to starvation. Blaming poverty on overpopulation not only lets governments off the hook, but also encourages the enactment of harmful, inhumane policies. Today's poverty has little to do with overpopulation. The most commonly held characteristics of non-poor countries are greater personal liberty, private property rights, the rule of law, and an economic system closer to capitalism than to communism. That is the recipe for prosperity.